Good morning, good afternoon, and welcome back to another episode of the Purpose Fitness Podcast. We're now heading into episode three, so that means we're on to the third week of the new year of the beautiful 2020, and we hope you guys are all on track and killing your goals for the year ahead. Now, if you guys aren't and you're getting a little bit stuck and need some guidance, don't hesitate to contact us um, here at the Purpose Fitness HQ, and we'll be sure to help you out with all your needs and inquiries. Now, guys, thank you for tuning in. And if you guys are new, make sure you be sure to subscribe, give us a like, and uh, also provide a bit of a rating. Um, because the more that see this, the more people we can help, and that's what we aim for. So, guys, today's topic: comparison. So, we're going to run through everything about social media, um, and you know the biggest faults in the in the fitness industry. And you know, hopefully, you guys can take something home after this topic, and you know, something that really will hit your hit your own sort of pattern habits. Now. We are set to also record our Q&A. So every week on our Instagram page, we will be hosting polls. So you guys, if you aren't following, head over to Purpose Fitness Oz on Instagram and give us a follow um, and stay tuned on all our stories. Now we'll be putting up polls um, where you guys have the opportunity to jump on, pop in some questions, and at the end of every podcast, we'll jump on and answer these questions for you. Now, comparisons. Comparisons are all around us here. Now, I want you guys to actually sit back and analyze how much you guys actually compare yourselves to others. And the reason why we brought this podcast up today is because it's something that we all do. And, you know, I think a lot of people, if they don't hear it from, you know, professionals or, you know, from the higher end people who are actually walking the steps that they want to walk or, you know, they feel alone in this journey. Um, and I think with the evolving of social media, we're in the era now. You know, you've got to learn to adjust and grow and be able to manage social media. And I think the thing that so many people do is they get so caught up in and involved in this social media world that we don't actually sit or take a break away and, you know, you know like use social media for what it's beneficial for. And, you know, some use it to promote themselves. Some use it to sell products. Um, us here at Purpose Fitness, we use it to touch the lives of others and educate you guys. And, you know, and that's why we like to spread the world and get you guys to like, subscribe, and comment and give us a rating because the more we get exposure, the more attention on the post we get, the more people that we help. So, you know, social media has its perks, but yet again, it has the downfall. You can be anyone you want on social media, and that's a scary thing. And that's one thing that we live proudly by here at Purpose Fitness Australia is we we always provide real content. And this is what this podcast is for. Gives you guys an opportunity to ask questions, gives you an opportunity to talk to us, gives you an opportunity to hear different aspects of stories and different um, podcasts of education. So, and you know, social media has a lot of beneficial perks to it. But yet, so many of us get caught up in the negative perks. Now, and this is where comparison comes from. And you know, we're going to relate this back to health and fitness, but it can also be related to everything in life. So myself as the director here at Purpose Fitness Australia, we've got three other companies and, you know, it's quite easy to get caught up in the realm of things, but really, we're all in the same boat. You know, how many times have you gone on social media and let's say, for example, you're on the journey to weight loss. 
You know, you've been following this diet for a while now, probably come on to eight weeks. You're not seeing huge results. And you know, you've come from a background of poor eating for the last five years, but you've just started this health kick for eight weeks. You've been busting your backside every single day, you know, complying 100%, doing the work. You've lost four kilos so far, but you're still holding a lot of weight and you're not, you haven't hit the goal yet. You know, and one week you put on weight, next week you lose another two kilos, the next week you go up again, your weight's constantly fluctuating. And you're sitting there and you're getting so frustrated at yourself. How many times have you then, you know, been so into your little zone and focused on yourself and, you know, getting a little bit impatient with yourself? And then you jump on Instagram and you think, okay, I'm in my journey, I'm doing okay. And then you jump on Instagram or, you know, Facebook and you see this magic pill that is claimed to cure weight loss. You know, you're going to lose five kilos over the next five days. Or, you know, you look at the Instagram model, plus size model. And, you know, she's lost 10 kilos in the last 10 days. Like, something excessive and stupid, but yet we think it's real. Or, you know, for a sense, like myself as a director and with three companies, like, it's easy to get caught up in comparison. So, you know, Purpose Fitness Australia likely has been established for coming on to four years now. But, you know, a few of our other companies are in very competitive markets of the health and fitness industry. It's so easy to sit back and go, we're, we're doing okay. We're in our world, you know, we're making sales, we're generating income, we're doing okay. We're not as growing as fast as we like, you know, we always want more, but we're doing okay. And then you jump onto Instagram and you see some new company that just started that's generating $100,000 in the last three months. You know, then you see the Lamborghinis or the Instagram famous online coaches and they've got three Grammy Awards and then they've also got a Lamborghini and their flash watches and all this. And you look at that and you're like, shit, I'm doing something wrong. And, you know, we all sit there and compare. And, you know, for you young people out there who want to be successful in life, you know, you're doing everything you can in your willpower. You're educating yourself. You're getting up. You're doing that daily grind. You know, you're working towards bettering yourself. And you see this other 23-year-old on Instagram in a private jet plane flying around the world. And you're thinking, damn, I'm not doing anything right. I failed. Why is he getting that and I'm not? You know, it's very easy to sit there and compare ourselves, but really... You can be anyone you want on Instagram and that is a sad thing or on social media as a thing. That is a sad thing. So, you know, so we can all sit here and we can all work our butt off and, you know, 100% of you can sit back into your own lounge, into your own chair, wherever you are in the world. You can sit down away from society, look at what you're doing and ask yourself, is what I'm doing today going to better me in the future? Is what I'm doing today giving it 100% every single day? When I come home at night, is there fuel left in the tank? Is every tick on my checklist ticked? Yes? 
Okay. You're doing everything you can. And success and your triumph will come. You just need to be patient. If no, you can't sit there and think that the person B on Instagram or Facebook has a better life than you. They are simply just doing more work than you. But if you're doing everything at 100%, you just got to learn some patience. That's all you can do. And if you're unsure whether the path is right, get out and talk to people. Work with professionals. But never, ever compare yourself to person B, C, D, and E on Instagram who, you know, started with a 1,000 followers, all of a sudden overnight have gone to 150,000 followers and are now flying around on private jet planes. Or, you know, who put on 10 kilos of muscle in the last two months. Or lost five kilos overnight, taking a magic pill. You know, don't get caught up in this social media world. Identify what social media is good for in your life and capitalize on that. Don't get soaked into it and drawn into the fake perceptions. At the end of the day, everyone's journey is different. And I know you guys hear this all the time. But your journey is different. My journey to your journey is different. We all have a purpose in life. We all have that one little drive within us which fires up when we're passionate about what we do. And this is why us as coaches are so passionate about delivering education and helping and inspiring and transforming you guys as the audience and as clients because it's something that we love. It's not for our own personal benefit. Well, it is for our own personal growth because seeing you guys change and grow and better yourselves gives us a level of satisfaction. And we've got to continue to upskill ourselves in order to upskill you guys. So yes, we do get a great perspective out of it. But the biggest thing into your key to success and your triumph is to compare yourself against yourself. I know we hear this all the time, but it never makes sense. You know, my parents, your parents have probably said it too. How many people have told you don't worry about others. Just focus on yourself. And you're just like, no, like I don't get what that means. I've looked at everyone. I've watched everyone. I've been drawn into all this rubbish on social media as well. It's very easy to get drawn into it. It's very easy to beat yourself up and think that you're a failure and you're not going places. But everyone's out there to fake it till they make it on social media and just remember that. Not everything you see is going to be real. You know, and you can't sit there and say if you're going to work at 80%, you're going to be able to achieve what they are achieving. And you know, these people with Lamborghinis and all that on there, some people do deserve that. And other people don't. And a lot of people just rent that out. You know, so... Look at the photo that they put up, appreciate the photo, but don't you dare beat yourself up about that photo. You have no idea what they've been through, what they're doing, 
how they got there or whether it's real. However, what you do have control on is your ability to continue to grow. Now, how are you gonna grow? Focus on yourself, find your drive, find your passion, and work your damn ass off until you get there. And you know, you need to learn patience. I'm the one that was worse with my patience. I wanted it and I wanted it now, and that's been one good thing about everything that we've managed to create. But it does come at a cost, and you need to learn and weigh up the value of that impatient to patience cost. You, know, you need to sit down and you need to analyze yourself right now. Take a step away from your phone screen, lock the screen. This audio will continue to play. And while I talk to you right now, close your eyes. Sit down away from the world. Put yourself into a quiet place right now. And whilst you're in that quiet place, think back. Think back to yesterday. A lot of you guys probably don't even know what you did yesterday. But try and think back to yesterday. Think about what you did in that day. What did you achieve yesterday? What did you fail at yesterday? What do you need to do about yesterday? Now that you've analyzed that, think back to last week on that exact same day. What did you do Sunday last week? Monday last week? Is what you did last week a regression to this week or a progression on this week? Have you put steps in place that allowed you to move forward this week? Or did you go backwards? For example, you know, two weeks ago, you had a dinner out with a family member and you went off track on your diet and you didn't comply. That was a step in regression. You accepted it, you copped it, you learnt from it. You know, it's life, you move on, that's simple. This week, did you eat another meal off the plane? Or did you comply 100%? So you didn't. So you progressed from the week prior. You're back to equilibrium, back to maintenance. Good. What about a year ago? Have you changed as a person? Has your work ethic changed? Have you made steps in the right direction towards financial goals, towards your health and fitness goals, towards becoming a better person? You know, when it comes to comparison, you should only be comparing yourself to what you did yesterday, the week before, the month before, the year before, five years ago. If you're the same bloody human from five years ago, you are not putting in steps in place in order to get the life you want. So you can't sit there and complain about the people on social media that you see and that you know you failed because you've just been lazy and you haven't set yourself up. You know, you've got to sit back and you know, 
take some time to self-reflect and I think self-reflection is one of the biggest things to key people's success these days. If you aren't looking internal to what you're doing every day and why you make certain mistakes and why you made a decision that wasn't so right, you'll never learn. You never went through school and the teacher never just looked at your book and said, oh, that was wrong. Okay, move on. No, that teacher made you sit down, work out that freaking equation until you got it right. If you didn't get it, she she guided you until you got that equation right. She told you how to look at, at that equation, how to break it down, and what algorithm or what structure you had to apply to that equation in order to get the right answer. Now that is exactly the same principle that you need to apply in your life. You need to sit down, you need to break down what happened, why it happened, and what you need to do in order to get the result that you want to do. You know, the common issue with weight loss is people become impatient, people become stressed, and they eat off emotion. And that is one of the biggest leading causes to why they fall off track when it comes to the diet. You know, so everything that we do in life, there are reasons for. So it's just important that you compare your own circumstances and manage and fix it. And stop sitting on social media looking for answers as to why you're not getting the results that you want. Instagram doesn't provide the answers you want. You have to pay. You have to educate yourself. You have to look at yourself internally and compare with yourself. You know, you need to have a look at what you've been doing and why it's not working and then go out and invest in help. Looking for the free answer doesn't always get it. You know, we can tell you a hundred million people across the world that sit on Instagram and look for ways to lose weight but still never get the result. But I would have saved two, three years of searching on Instagram for help if they just invested in a good coach. You know, they would have saved probably half the time, made a bit more money because they could focus a little bit more on their work or their business. But instead they spent more time on the social media comparing and looking at everything. You know, it's important that you just focus on you, compare you on you, and you will see a better you. So guys, that wraps up another episode of the Purpose Fitness Podcast in terms of our hot topic comparison. I hope you guys really enjoyed that and I hope you guys actually take a message out of that because I think it's something that we all need to hear. We get caught up in this world of social media and it's very easy to be done. You know, so we hope you take everything with a grain of salt and are ready to move forward and, you know, create a better life for yourself and that's what we're all about here at Team Purpose Fitness. Inspire, educate, transform three biggest words that we live by just find what is your purpose all right now we're gonna get into some q a's so as discussed before these q and a's apply at the end of every podcast so thank you all for staying in tuned until the end of this podcast so we had some answers come through via our instagram now we're answering three of these today because we have gone over a bit on this podcast so question number one Will Jared ever do a powerlifting comp? So for you guys who are tuning in who do not know Jared, 
Uh, Jared is myself, the director, and actually am a bodybuilder. So as far as doing powerlifting comp, I haven't phased it out. Um, my career right now is focusing on business, um, saying that we are currently five weeks out from the IFB Arnold qualifiers and eight weeks from the actual Arnold qualifier. Um, you know, the biggest focus is business and bodybuilding. And then once I've sort of hit a stage in my life where I'm content with my bodybuilding and, you know, I've got a bit more free time to put it into powerlifting, um, I would definitely be interested because my training is very strong, quite strong, deadlifts are quite strong. Last deadlift record, it was 280. And, you know, that's without any proper structured powerlifting training. Uh, that's just generic bodybuilding. So it'd be interesting to see what we can do to push it. Squats, we've got about 200, 220. So, you know, with some solid training on powerlifting style, I think we could pull off some incredible strength benefits there and I actually uh, go pretty well. So yeah, I wouldn't rule it off for Jared competing um, or myself to compete, uh, but it won't be any time in the close future. I'll be more distant once bodybuilding and everything else sort of quietens down for me at the moment. Uh, so thank you for your question. Now our next question we had, best pre-workout and post-workout meals around each muscle group training. So he's basically what he's asking is, what pre-workout and post-workout meals are better suited to each workout group? So, you know, if you're training legs on one day, arms on another, or back, biceps, whatever you're doing. In terms of this, guys, honestly, you can eat anything you want. Um, depends on your goal. So, myself as a bodybuilder, when we talk about pre-workout and post-workout meal, we're, all we're talking about is replenishment of glycogen pre and post. Now, it's important if you're looking for insulin spiking or anything like that to do with insulin, that you do not have high percentages of fat in your pre-workout meal you wanna have a good source of low GI index food and high GI. So as far as myself, I would generally go for something on a base of like bread, bagels, crumpets, toast, uh, maybe a little bit of cereal, but try and keep it dry because the last thing you wanna do, be doing is doing legs and you've got all this liquid in your gut. Um, and then I would add some high fructose um, quantities or sugar-based foods such as honey, um, maple syrups. You can also add carbox, maltodextrin, whatever you like. So that refers to both our low GI and high GI food indexes there. Um, now, as far as that, I also look to obtain optimum of 30% carbohydrate intake around the workout period. However you structure that, that's up to you. Um, as far as the benefit and you know, whether your body's gonna benefit from more. I always prefer to do a three-phase dieting system. So, you know, you break up your calories to suit the high output days, that way you're gonna get a good balance over those um, extreme, like say, leg days, where, you know, you, you, bigger muscle groups are under high demand. Um, so the more calories you have, the better recovery phase you're gonna have, the better glycogen storage you're gonna have, um, and all the rest that will flow with it. So that's something that you can also look at doing, is obviously increasing your volume around those days um, that you've got higher muscle groups such as your legs and back and then as you sort of head towards like your lower parts like your shoulders delts that is shoulders is delts um, your arms chest or if you do calves and abs something like that then you'll lower your cows accordingly to each day that'll be your best option as far as swapping out pre-workout meals to you know aid your performance um, 
there's not a great deal. You can just swap it around, but just make sure you're getting a 30% intake of carbohydrate total net around your workout there. And I hope that helps you. So thank you for your question. Now, another question that we got in via Instagram. Recently lifting a lot of bigger weights and is scared his rotator cuff um, isn't keeping up to the the intensity of the weight. So how to help with this. Um, look, there's a lot of things we can look at. So it's sort of hard, you know, with those questions, you've only got a small little bit to type in, but it all depends on sort of what you're feeling. We don't know the symptoms, so it's hard to prescribe what is actually going on. Um, so as far as the symptoms with the rotator cuff, like are you seated? Are you standing? Are you doing a press? Are you doing a push? Are you doing a pull? Um, lateral rotation? Are you doing something like that? Um, as far as the actual rotator cuff itself, if it's not keeping up, you need to work on the stability of the muscles around the rotator cuff. So we look at where the rotator cuff is in the body, um, which is obviously clearly in the deltoid. Um, and then what you want to look at is making sure that the deltoid is actually well sculpted. So you've got a good interior delt, medial and posterior delt development nothing's lagging majority of the people are going to be interior delt focused and lacking the posterior um, and then what you want to look at doing is also controlling your lats so scat retraction um, and obviously developing your lats up as well so there are a few key areas that you want to look at if you feel like you've got lagging components or if you feel like your rotator cuff is you know starting to hurt a bit maybe make sure that all your motions that you're doing are controlled um, the weight isn't too heavy that you've got to, you know, adjust your body to the weight. Um, that'll be something that you need to look at internally. Obviously, give us a message if this is an issue um, because it's hard to sort of prescribe a, a treatment plan as such without full clarification. But for you guys who do know what rotator cuff is and are a little bit concerned about ways to sort of strengthen that up, you need to look at the muscles around it and what's working and, you know, your current situation of when it hurts how it hurts or where it feels most unstable um, and then making sure that all the muscles around it are fully developed and that would be your best way um, because if you've got good balance in all your muscles there shouldn't be any issue the only issue that a rotator cuff can get damaged is by overloading not enough recovery time and poor muscle stability so have a look at all that um, and if you do have any further questions just give us a message or an email and we can help you out from there um, but that sums up our podcast for today guys so thank you all for jumping on having a listen if you haven't yet be sure to give us a like a rating a share and make sure you subscribe and stay tuned on our instagram at purpose fitness australia um, and keep to tab with these podcast questions because we will answer these after every podcast now next week we are aiming to have some special guests so stay tuned we won't release the hot topic just yet so keep an eye on the Instagram for all that details to follow. But also quickly, don't forget the Fast Track program, which is the Optimum Step-by-Step Guide ebook, available on purposefitnessaustralia.com.au um, for $19.99. So you can jump on that. There are multiple subscription packages available that you can get help on um, in terms of weight loss. So if you are interested in this, head over to that website or the link is in the bio on our Instagram and uh, be sure to stock up on that beautiful ebook we've got a lot of great ratings so have an amazing day have an amazing week and we'll catch you guys all next week